This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information she's like have you seen all the videos on tiktok of people saying if he wanted to he would but yet no one written a song about it and i was like oh my god how has no one written this song yet and i was like this needs to be like a big sister song like a tough love like don't overthink it song he's probably just not that into you song yeah What's up? This is Chris Rudiger, and you're listening to the 615 House Podcast. It's a podcast highlighting rising artists, creators, influencers, and songwriters, because it is no secret that social media is changing the entertainment industry. We're seeing moments of virality like never before, but at what cost? Here, we take a deeper dive and discuss how creators and artists can build loyal and meaningful relationships with their audience. We talk about the balance of artistry with authenticity and discuss this ever-evolving industry. So come join me and some amazing guests as we take a deeper dive and learn about their stories. What's up, guys? Uh, We're back. Today's guest is a rising female artist in Nashville known for her powerful voice and clever lyrics. She's surpassed over 100 million global streams, maybe almost 200 million now, in large part from her successful marketing strategies across social media. She's built a loyal following of over half a million TikTok followers and has cultivated a strong fan base that has been used in thousands of videos as she brilliantly campaigns her music. She's open for Dan and Shay, Little Big Town, Maren Morris, Kit Moore, Jason Rula, which we're going to have to talk about <laughs> and more. And she said, you're taking your debut single. If you wanted to, he would to country radio with UMG Nashville. So, uh, please welcome Miss Kylie Morgan. Hello. Hello. How was that? Did I do okay <laughs> you on did the intro great. You made me sound way cooler than I oh, am. So I, you know, I'm just trying to hype up my friends. That's just how it is. You know, <laughs> well, thanks for that. doing this. It's, um, 
It's funny because I feel like we've been social media friends mm -hmm. for forever, yeah. but I haven't actually gotten to sit down and Isn't like, that hilarious? have a conversation with you. That so, is funny you about know? social media and like the amount of people like I, who I, I asked who also is on this podcast and you named a bunch of people that I know, but like a lot of them I've never even met, even though right. I have daily like conversations through social media with them. It's just, it's funny how that works. <laughs> what a world we live in, yeah. you know? And I feel like you, you can get a good perception of someone online, but when you actually sit down and have a conversation, it's like, you know, that's where way that's, better. it's way better. Yes. <laughs> the face to face stuff still matters. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, I've been following you for a while. I'm a big fan of your music, um, but you. would love to know like a little bit more about your backstory. How did it all start for you getting to Nashville? Yeah. Like, what so, was, what, what, give me like day one, you know? Oh gosh. Well, I'll keep it brief and not bore you too much, but um, it actually, um, it started out with me having a dream to become an Olympic gymnast when I was little. Wow. And um, I was in the gym three and a half hours a day, five days a week yeah. as like a very young kid. And I think that is definitely what gave me the work ethic slash perspective that it took to even get to Nashville. Because sure. um, I think that talent is, it's a huge part of it, but I think work ethic can outshine that way more because, you know, last man standing wins. And so um, I was, uh, I kind of made the decision myself that I was like, am I good enough to go to the Olympics? No, I'm not. So I'm like, <laughs> what else, um, what else do we love to do? And I always loved entertaining. Um, I found uh, all of my mom's old VHS tapes from uh, the Shirley Temple, all, yeah. all of her, all of her videos and movies, um, all of her movies and stuff. And so I just fell in love with um, entertaining people and watching her make people happy by singing and dancing. And I was like, I want to do that. So yeah. um, I uh, got my very first little pink guitar for Christmas at 12 for my papaw. Amazing. And learned my first three chords. And then I started writing songs, kind of therapy. Um, mm -hmm. I would come home, whatever I was going through at that moment as a 12 year old girl, you know, it's sure. a lot <laughs> and it's way cheaper than therapy. Right. Um, but I just fell in love with songwriting and then begged my mom for my space music when I was little, because for some reason she thought if my name was on the internet, I was going to get kidnapped and killed, of course. So I had to beg her <laughs> for yeah. my space music and, um, she gave it to me as a gift. And then I start. I put my first song out, um, that I just recorded on garage band, you know, right. when that was a thing and, um, saw the reaction from people and just knew that that's why I I love to do music because I thought it was for me, but I found out that it was more to affect other people. Right. So I just kind of dove all in and I, I walked into my living room at 12 years old and was like, mom, I'm skipping college and I'm going to move to Nashville to be a country music artist. And so thank God she took that well. <laughs> I was going to say, what a dinner conversation to just come down, right? Like, mom, I'm, I'm yeah. ready to go. So here's know? the kicker is that more, it turns out more people go to the Olympics than succeed as a female in country music. <laughs> so, Interesting. Jokes on me. Jokes right? on me. You're just proving the impossible, Kylie. We just love trying, it. You know? You know? Uh, so I, I came here at 14 uh, for the first time, fell in love with Nashville. Nashville, walked down Broadway, heard the singing and all the songs everywhere. And I was like, yeah, this is my kind of place. So I just had planned to, um, I saved up all my money from touring and at 19, yeah. put a down payment on a house and moved to Nashville. And here I am. That's unbelievable. And so uh, where were you, where's your hometown? Um, Newcastle, Oklahoma, super small town. Okay. Yeah. So when you, when you moved here, you said you visited 14, then were you just playing gigs like back and forth? Yeah. Like, how are you, how are you getting your name out there? Yeah. So, um, I kind of went full force and I signed my first indie record deal at 14 out of Oklahoma. Wow. And, um, I just would play anywhere and everywhere. They had a microphone and people, yeah. <laughs> even if they didn't have people, I would right. still play. And so, um, I got my very first start at, um, this little place called the Rodeo Opry, which is kind of Oklahoma's version of 
of the Grand Ole Opry. Amazing. And so um, for that to be, to be my first performance ever and to just have made my Opry debut this past year, it definitely was a full circle moment. I was going to say, <laughs> congratulations on the on the Opry Thank debut. You. That's so cool that you had your own mini Opry and then you could just, <laughs> right? right? And then you make it to the big stage. It's definitely amazing. Definitely had some training, thankfully. Right? <laughs> That's incredible. I feel like, so you like, you know, you moved, I think, a lot earlier than most people mm-hmm. that are moving to Nashville. So in, you know, in your you know, teenage years and then, you know, getting to 19 and signing, you know, signing your deal. Um, like, what was your process? Like, were you writing a lot? Were you I was touring? Just working, like, working, working, whatever yeah. that looked like. So I was writing all the time. Uh-huh. Um, I was traveling back and forth to Nashville um, to co-write for the first time. I never had co-written songs until 14 and yeah. didn't even know what that was like or what that process was. And um, one of the very first people I ever co-wrote a song with was with Walker Hayes. Really? Yeah, at 15, he agreed to uh, write with me, which was pretty crazy. That's amazing. What, do you remember the name of the song that um, you and Walker yes, wrote? Yes, I do. Um, it was called To Me Without You was the very first song that we wrote together. It's still like, I, th- I still like the song. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it back. Could we, could we see a Kylie Morgan and Walker Hayes duet come out with that song? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Right. So, he, so I just put out this song um, a few years ago called Cuss a Little that um, we wrote together when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And um, and he ended up putting his vocal on it. And it's crazy because like that's, that's the kind of songs that I've always wanted to write is the fact that I wrote it at 19 and we didn't release it till I was 25. Sure. So like it didn't have an expiration date, you know? And so right. like, I just hope that like I continue to write songs like that because um, at the end of the day, like as long as it still relates to you, even if it's years later, then I feel like it's authentic, you know? Right. Yeah. That's amazing. I, and especially in today's world where we're just consuming content so rapidly, I feel like a lot of songs are coming and then going. Oh my but God. If you can write so a song fast. that spans the test of time, right? I mean, that's, Absolutely. that's truly the, you know, the gift. So for you, you, you're, um, writing, you're recording, you know, uh, you're, you're working on your artistry for you. When did like social media become a factor? Oh man, it's just so crazy how it has changed so much. And even just like two years, um, I remember when TikTok came out, like during the pandemic and like, what else did we do? So yeah, we just did a bunch of TikTok dances and put some songs up and, you know, right. then it became this whole platform of that's how people could find you. And that's how you like could put yourself out there. And, and for me, what was crazy is I signed my record deal, um, at 23, I believe. (laughs) Um, and when my first radio tour was like about to push to radio country radio for the first time and then the pandemic hit. And so, um, for like two and a half years, they were like, Oh yeah, just like take a seat for a little bit. And I was like, yeah, but like, I'm not good at that. So like, what, (laughs) what can I do to like further the career while we're all at home? And so that's when, you know, my manager, Marissa was very um, adamant about me getting on TikTok as well as Walker because she manages um, Walker and I. Okay. And um, I was just like, Marissa, I love you, but like, I am not going to do these dances. I'm not (laughs) like, I just, I, I want people to come to my page for my music. Like that's what I want them to come for. Not a trend and not, you know, like something like that. And so I was like, I'm just going to, do what I do and write my songs and then put on TikTok, hey, if you're dealing with this or if you've been through this, I wrote this song for you. Right. And so that's kind of where the TikTok following began. What people were coming to my page for was my songs, which is what I wanted. Right. <laughs> do you remember the first TikTok post that you ever made? Was it? Oh God, I don't think so. I don't remember the very first one. I do remember the first one that like hit like mm-hmm. viral. And I was like, I, I, th- I literally thought that it was like a mistake because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I woke up the next day and I had over like a million views and I was like, 
is that an M or right. <laughs> one million? Like, like, is there a glitch in this app, right? You And then you keep refreshing it, right? And you probably get that, like, 1.2, nine, you know, the 99 notifications and, and it keeps like, growing, right? What is happening? Yeah. I think I figured it out. That's amazing. <laughs> so when you have a, when you have a viral moment, what do you do next? Like, were you putting yeah. out the song? Did you? So here's what's crazy. And I feel like you can a hundred percent agree with this is used to, you were writing and putting out music for one platform and that's your fans. And how would people hear it? Just country radio. And that was the only thing that you yeah. could do. Now, when I go in for a songwriting session, I'm literally looking at these three platforms of where my audience finds me. And that is, um, that is country radio. That is still one of them. Mm -hmm. Then it's Spotify and all the digital, you know, things that people listen to. And then it's TikTok. Well, TikTok people want it like this and out and out and out. It like goes so fast. And so I write songs pertaining to those three different audiences. And so I know like, for instance, when I, when I, uh, put out bridesmaids. I pretty much um, went to my label with a whole marketing campaign, a like all the assets already done, and pretty much just begged them to fund it because <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, yeah, um, this is for sure going to go viral. So like, can we do this? And I'm like, man, if this doesn't go viral, I'm going to look really stupid. I was going to say, that's a high stakes <laughs> moment. So you walk into your label and you go, give me the money. I have a viral campaign. Yeah. You're banking on it. I literally was banking on it. And I was just like, cause I, they, I just put out um, an EP called PS and no, normally they're not going to fund two projects in one year. That's like a lot. Right. And so um, I pretty much was like, Hey, I, I can almost guarantee this will go viral because what does every female do when they get married? Have any excuse to post wedding photos? Right. <laughs> like, just trust me on this. There's not been a song about yeah. bridesmaids. Like, I think this could be a thing. And so I was like, as soon as I hit post, I just remember like holding my breath, being like, oh, I hope this works out. This is going to suck if it doesn't. Right. <laughs> and then, um, and then it did. And I think we're at, like 10 million views now. Yeah. I was going to say like, what a risk, but what a great pay. I mean, the songs, I mean, the song's awesome Thank itself, you. but I think the campaign is really what, you know, got a lot of people that, uh, you know, interacting with the song and then of course making their own slideshows. Yeah. That's it, which been my favorite cool. thing to see is like you know? the way that people pertain your trend that you create to their life and how you can tell, they can tell their story through your songs, which is cool. Right. That's amazing. So, um, I have to ask, um, I know that you, uh, also are married, congratulations, but you're married to, uh, to Jay Allen, who is also an aspiring singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. Amazing was uh, just on the voice. And I know he's done so much stuff in this town as well. Um, between like artistry, TikTok, marrying somebody in the music industry, <laughs> like, how, do you guys only talk about music? How do you balance your life? We can't get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> it truly is like, we'll have to each individually be like, okay, we're not going to talk about music for this dinner. Like at all. Like we have to, <laughs> we have to, but it's our lives. We eat, sleep and breathe it. So like, how do you not, not talk about it? You right. know? And so thankfully it is so um, nice to have someone that when I like give them my problems, they actually get that they're problems right. <laughs> rather than like being like, Oh, wang, your TikTok didn't do well. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but right. um, no, it's just so nice having someone that just gets it. And I never have to apologize for always thinking of, 
breathing, sleeping about music. Like it's cause we both do it. So right. it just is what it is. Yeah. I'm, I, I will say I'm, I'm, I am jealous of that because my brother who works in, you know, completely different field when like I say, Hey man, can you help me make a TikTok? Yeah. He like freezes and he's like, what? I don't know. I have no idea where to start there. So I think, uh, <laughs> oh I think there God. is probably some pros to, to having somebody in the industry. Well, as you well. know, what's even crazier is like when I met Jay eight years ago, he didn't have social media. Really? Yeah. And his um, publishing company and his management company was like, hey, like, you have to do this. Like, if you're going to be an artist, you have to have social media. Yeah. So I remember him coming to me. I was 19 when I met him and coming to me and being like, hey, will you show me how to do that snap talk tick thing? <laughs> I was right. just like, um, you mean Snapchat? Yeah. <laughs> like what? So he and I have been learning together on um obviously how fast everything is changing. I'm sure that there's gonna be a new TikTok, you know, right. version of it in the next year that we'll have to relearn. And so it's just about like the innovation of it so fast, but you have to just you have to stay on top of it or else you're gonna be behind. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um and I wanted to ask you this question. I've asked everyone on this podcast this question. Do you feel like TikTok is hurting or helping the industry more? It's a hard question because I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. Right, as I think many of us <laughs> it, do. It is. Um, I will say it has given people a platform such as myself to be able to work hard for themselves and have a direct avenue to fans in a way that like, for instance, I'm, I'm putting out my debut full project this year. And, um, instead of like just us guessing which song to put out, I pretty much asked the label. I was like, Hey, can we just like tease three songs and just see which one pops off and that's what we'll release rather than just like right. being like, Oh, we'll see what happens, you know? So I think that it's just forever changing. And the problem is like uh, with big labels is that they don't do it like that because like For they sure. never have. And so with like me being signed to a record, a record label that like I have to go through all these processes before I even tease a song because due to my contract, I'm not allowed to do that right? unless it's like already ingested and like all this stuff. And so there's just so many rules with it, but long story long is I think that it has helped in a way that it's given so many more people that don't have record deals or don't, you know, know who to talk to or who to see to give their music to a platform to get it to fans and have fans find them. Totally. And I think what's so crazy is I've read this stat the other day that apparently like almost a billion videos are uploaded a day God. across social media, TikTok being obviously the sort of leading factor yeah. of this. How do you differentiate yourself in such a competitive market where we're consuming content, you know, so rapidly? I think that it comes down to authenticity in a way that like when I told Marissa, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to do what's authentic to me. And if it cuts through, then, then those are the people that I want finding my music. You know, um, I think that if you continue to, again, just outwork and everyone in a way that consistency is key. And I hate to say that because it is like throwing spaghetti against a wall and being like, let's see if it sticks, you know, cause like one stupid video that I put up and I was just like, whatever could like do so well. And then one that I took hours editing or whatever gets like 400 views. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like right. it's such an algorithm. Like I, I don't understand it. Never will. But I think that at the end of the day, I, as long as you keep putting 
content out that is relatable to you that people follow you for and you continue to find that fan base, mm-hmm. then I think that's the way to cut through. That's amazing. Thanks. That's good advice. I need to, <laughs> God, I need I need to follow more advice from Kyle. This is incredible. Um, I wish I could take my own advice sometimes. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. And then I got a couple games that I want to play with Ooh, you. Okay. Look at that. We'll be right back. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, we are back with Miss Kylie Morgan. Absolutely crushing it on TikTok and on Instagram. Your music is fantastic. Uh, you have a song that's now going to country radio. How's that feel? Oh, I'm so relieved, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I have been wanting to go to country radio for so many years. And like, like I said earlier, I just did this whole you know radio tour right when I signed my deal. We were about to push a completely different single and then COVID hit and then sure. all the charts froze. And so it was like very devastating. So I was just like, that was the one piece of the pie that I needed so badly. And then there was like a two year pause button. Um, and so now to finally have not only at country radio, but to be in the top charting. I'm just like so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So that's like the best word I can say it because it's just been this like piece that I've been like wanting for so long and so many years. And then like something would keep happening, keep happening and delaying it, delaying it. And so now I'm just, I'm just happy. And yeah. Relieved. Well, it's amazing. And d- did you find uh, success, uh, you know, on the song via socials before going to radio? Was it something where your label team kind of jumped in and was like, we're just going to take it to radio? What was, what was kind of the process behind that song? So, um, I, I posted it on TikTok first and it went viral on TikTok first. Um, and what's crazy is we actually got the idea from TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, I was scrolling through one time and I saw this girl come up on my for you page. I didn't recognize her. Um, she wasn't like signed anywhere when I looked her up and I just loved her look. I loved the way she sounded. I loved the way she wrote songs. Um, and I just, I've never done this before, but I just reached out to her and I was like, Hey, like, I think you're a rock star. Do you want to like write a song together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, Absolutely. So we ended up um, getting together on a pretty much a blind date. (laughs) And I pulled in my um, producer, Ben Johnson. And she said, um, you know, I've had this uh, idea for a while and have been waiting to write it with someone that's signed because I think it could go really well. And I was like, okay. And she's like, have you seen all the videos on TikTok of people saying if he wanted to, he would? but yet no one written a song about it. And I was like, oh my God, how has no one written this song yet? And so we literally, she saved like seven or eight videos of people just talking about it and like ending with that and pretty much giving advice. And I was like, this needs to be like a big sister song, like a tough love, like don't overthink it song. He's probably just not that into you song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we we wrote it and I knew immediately, I was like, this is going to be the first single. So I just posted it on TikTok. It went viral. And then uh, the label was like, yeah, I think this is the one. So it started streaming like crazy and then um, Hot Country added it. And so, um, yeah, it's just been like so cool to see the connection. Because like sometimes you see songs go viral on TikTok and the streaming doesn't connect. So like it doesn't really make sense. But this one did. And so I'm just... Yeah. Well, happy. I mean, it's, it's such a great song. And I think also you're right. Like the message was there and it's crazy that, you know, no one, no one else had really tapped into that, but you know, crazy. clearly you gave something that was relatable to everyone, which is like, that's well, the point of this whole thing. I right? just feel like I needed to say all the things in a song that I needed to hear when I was in a very toxic relationship at 16 years old. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just, I'm going to say all these things that I my friends were too nice to say, you know, if that makes sense. Like they, they loved me obviously, and they didn't want to tell me, but I was, 
was dating a horrible person. (laughs) And instead of telling me that, I just was wearing these rose colored glasses and I just like, I didn't see it. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted wanted to say all the things that I needed to hear. Yeah. Do you write all your music off of personal experience? Do you, how do you draw inspiration for writing songs? So, um, I sadly (laughs) don't sleep a lot because I usually get them at like five in the morning. And, um, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, if I don't get it out like on my phone or go like play it on guitar and get it recorded that I won't be able to go back to sleep. So I, I usually get a lot of, uh, of my song ideas from dreams that I have mm-hmm. as well as of course experiences and my friends experiences. Um, a friend of mine actually just broke up with her boyfriend not too long ago because he was supposed to propose multiple times and then just hmm. did not And so like, drawing from the if he wanted to he would if he wanted to he would have right she she came to me the other day and she was like is that song about me and i was like it was kind of inspired by you (laughs) (laughs) i was like i can tell you now that you guys have broken up but yeah so definitely from experiences friends experiences uh dreams billboards signs i'll be having a conversation with someone i'll be like I'm not being rude, but if I randomly pull out my phone and write something down, it's because I have an idea. Right. So. <laughs> well, we hope your friend's okay. Even though the breakup happened, at least she's now the reason that a song is going to country radio. Hey, you so know, that's, pretty, I mean, that's pretty dang cool. It's a good friend you know? right there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I want to take a second here. Uh, we're going to do this uh, this segment. This is presented by uh, Ariat, which is our sponsors. I'm decked out in all, their, all their clothes. We love Ariat. Awesome Western apparel brand. Um, they actually gave me this t-shirt. I'm going to flash. Ooh. Flash look at this look at this little t-shirt i think it's i think it's your size i'm not sure that's but look sick at this. we got a little area t-shirt okay kylie this is up for grabs here's the deal we got a minute on the clock <laughs> okay we're gonna go rapid fire questions we're gonna see how well you can do on this oh, are God. you ready i don't know I drum so. roll please here we go all right three two one who is your favorite tiktoker currently oh uh Ashley Cook is one of my favorites. There you go. Um, if you could collaborate with one country artist, who would it be? Hmm. Does it still count if she's country and pop? We can count it. We'll say Taylor Swift. There you go. Ooh, yeah. look at that. Um, <laughs> uh, venue, your dream venue. Red Rocks. I feel like everyone says that, but it's yeah. like so true, right? It's so cool looking. <laughs> um, uh, boots. How many days a week are you wearing boots? Oh God. Uh, nine days out of the seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you truly are. A, you truly are a boot connoisseur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Your favorite fast food place. Ooh, I would say McDonald's chicken nuggets. You just can't go wrong. McDonald's, you get like sweet and sour sauce, like barbecue sauce, honey anything mustard. on the side. Honey mustard. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Or Chick-fil-A is up there. Chick-fil-A is up yeah. there as well. What is, um, what's your favorite country song of all time? Ooh, favorite country song of all time would probably have to be a Shania song. Um, I feel like I, this isn't a rapid fire. I'm taking too long. Um, <laughs> this is good. Oh, we're thinking, shit. we're thinking carefully here. Gosh, I've never even thought about that question. Um, I really, I really loved her, uh, from this moment. There you go. Yeah. I loved that one. Such so as again, standing the test of time song. There you go. That was not a rapid fire answer, but nope. we're still going to count. It. Um, <laughs> are you, are you more of a talker or a texter? Uh, talker. <clears throat> I like that. Texting takes too long. I agree. Totally. Just call, get it yeah. get right across the finish line. Um, and, uh, last question. Are you more of a cowgirl hat or a baseball cap? Ooh, cowgirl hat. Mm, I yeah, like that. Especially covered in rhinestones. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, Kylie, that was, that was pretty impressive. Um, only one you long one. You know, only one long one. But look, here's your, here's your beautiful yeah, t-shirt. Look at that. Thank you. Wear it proudly. I will. Rapid fire questions presented by Ariat. Um, 
Kylie Morgan. That was pretty good. Thanks. Um, you're in the top five. You're in the top you five. You can edit the long one out and it'll be in the top four. There you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, it's been awesome having you on this podcast. Is there any like anything else coming up this year that we can expect in your career? Like what's, yeah. what's the scoop? I'm doing my very first um, headlining tour this year. That's amazing. Yeah, I just announced yeah. it um, last week, and okay. um, it is. I'm so excited about it because I've, I've. I mean, I've been an opener forever, you know. Right. So um, to now get to be um, the main stage kind of person is really exciting. Um, I'm also playing um, quite a few of the Live Nation festivals this year. So yeah. um, they have this stage called Next from Nashville, which is where you always start out and then you hope to get on, you know, the main stage. And sure. so um, I'm playing Tortuga as well as Watershed and Faster Horses um, all on the main stage this year. So I'm that excited. Is that's so awesome. Yeah, so thanks. a lot of live shows from you and hopefully all these amazing loyal followers that you've built on God social media them. and streaming your music and on country radio are going to come out. And is there any, are you doing a show in Nashville? Are you doing one close by Nashville? Uh, I think the closest we are going to is Kentucky. I think, okay. um, I really need to plan a Nashville show soon because we, uh, I came through with, um, Nico moon. We did the, um, the tour together at yes, Exit Inn. Nico. And now they sold Exit Inn. And it's I like, know. Exit Inn's so like, sad. I mean, that's like the staple of Nashville. I know. I, like, where else do you play? Somebody needs, <laughs> we need to like all like come together as artists and industry people and yeah, just like let's just all go back in. and just all go in and own Exit Inn. I'm here for that. You know, I'm here for that. well, be, that's an idea right there. An yeah. artist owned uh, venue. Let's I don't go. Know. Um, so well, if interested, you know, if anyone's interested <laughs> in listening to this, you know, hit us, us up. Know. We'll make it happen. Um, well, uh, it's been uh, awesome, like going to talk to you more, um, hear about your story. Um, always rooting for you. Thank I think, you. um, I think you're a marketing genius with your music. I think it's awesome that your label is now behind, you know, taking songs to radio. And this is really just the start of, you know, 14 year old Kylie Morgan, just continuing to grow after moving to Nashville. Thank so, you so much. Thanks, um, and thanks for like having oh a God. platform where artists like me can share more of their story. I think it's awesome. So oh, thank you. thank you. I mean, I love doing that. This is why, I mean, just hearing people's story, that's what it's yeah. all about, you know? So, um, well, that's, that's the time we got. Thank you guys for listening and, uh, we'll see y'all again next week. See ya. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.